Greetings, Rebel fans. My name is Jason Kelly, and today on the show, we are breaking down the UNLV Rebel football team's trip to the Mountain West Conference Championship game, as well as talking about the attitude and dismissiveness of the Boise media towards UNLV football, and briefly mentioning the bounce back of the Rebel basketball team. Without further ado, let's get into it. The UNLV football team is facing off against the Boise State Broncos this Saturday at 12 um, p.m. in the Mountain West Championship game. The Rebels are currently underdogs uh, by about three points. It varies between two and a half and three points. Uh, but needless to say, the Rebels are underdogs. Uh, the Boise State Broncos bring a pretty impressive team uh, considering their record. They are 7-5. and five. Uh, the Broncos opened up their season with a couple of tough losses, one to Washington, who might be the best team in the country, honestly, uh, another to UCF on a last-second field goal. Uh, the Broncos then went on to win two of uh, their next games, one against North Dakota and one against San Diego State. And then they lost a very controversial game to Memphis, where their coach made some very questionable decisions. And uh, that really, really bummed out the franchise, uh, the fan base, I should say, not the franchise. The, the Broncos then beat San Jose uh, in a pretty close game. It was a come-from-behind game. Uh, but then the wheels kind of fell off. The Broncos lost to Colorado State. They were up multiple possessions. They gave up a crazy Hail Mary pass at the end of the game. Uh, it was really, really, really disheartening from them. They bounced back to beat Wyoming, but it was not enough as they lost to Fresno and ultimately fired their coach. Uh, the Broncos would then win their last three games against New Mexico, Utah State, and Air Force, all in pretty convincing fashion. Uh, in order to end up in a tie with UNLV San Jose and themselves uh, and ultimately find themselves traveling to Las Vegas for the Mountain West Championship game. The Broncos have had a crazy year. They fired their coach. They currently have an interim coach in Spencer Danielson, uh, who's a really nice guy, uh, but I don't think he's even kind of the right guy for that program uh, going forward. I Hopefully they can land Kellen Moore this offseason. But let's look at their offense and their defense and see kind of what the Rebels are up against. The Broncos are led by running back uh, Ashton Gianti, who is just an excellent running back, very good player. Uh, he's had multiple games this year, over 200 yards. Uh, he's kind of their bread and butter best player. Um, he's going to be the focal point of the Rebel defense in preparation for this week. The Rebel defense is going to have to maintain composure and kind of keep themselves uh, very disciplined in order to stop him or at least slow him down. You're not going to stop him. Uh, they also have George Halani, who is a, another excellent running back. Uh, you know, they have the offensive player of the year in Ashton Genty, and his backup might be the another top five running back in the conference for sure in, in Halani. And both of them dealt with injuries throughout the course of the year. Uh, but they have a very good rushing attack, and it's a very creative rushing attack. The Broncos quarterback is Talon Green. Uh, the Broncos had kind of a weird situation uh, in the middle of the year when they were on their you know, losing, I don't know if I'd call it a streak, but when they were in, in the midst of their losing, where they were playing a dual quarterback system, they were bringing in Maddox Matson to throw the ball and Talon Green to run the ball, and it was not good. It did not work. Um, but now their guy is Talon Green, 
He has struggled with issues of accuracy in the past, so the Rebels secondary is certainly going to have to be opportunistic and looking for underthrown or overthrown balls to pick off. Uh, the Broncos are without their top receiver, Eric McAllister, who transferred. And yeah, they're kind of a top-heavy offensive team. I wouldn't say they're a particularly balanced team. Um, but their rushing attack is lethal. If the Rebels can't rush somewhere close to what the Broncos rush with their own rushing attack, it's going to be a pretty rough game. So yeah, that's kind of the Broncos. Their defense isn't great, but they are good at getting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they don't have a good secondary, so I would expect Ricky White to be able to break free and you know do pretty well against that, that leaky Boise secondary. Um, and so yeah, this is going to be a tough matchup for the Rebels. I do think they can win, uh, but it is going to be tough. My keys to victory for the Rebels would start with establishing the pass game, the deep threat, Ricky White, um, in order to set up the run game. Rebels are going to have to throw some deep balls, which I think they will, to Ricky White, who will be open downfield uh, and kind of scare the Boise State defense into a false sense of security uh, when the Rebels are running the ball. And by doing so, I, I think that our running backs, Vincent Davis, Donovan Lesser, and of course, Jet Thomas, are going to have to rush for over 150 yards collectively in order to really kind of stifle this Boise defense. Uh, and maintain possession over the Boise offense. So start throwing the ball, throw it deep, throw it often, and I think we'll find success. Uh, another key for victory is going to be the UNLV defense, staying composed and disciplined. When you're trying to stop a, a rush-heavy offense, you're going to have to have good linebacker play. Luckily, the Rebels do have an excellent linebacker in Jackson Woodard. Um, and I really think that disciplined and good play and good tackling is going to be key to slowing down the Boise uh, defense, uh, sorry, offense. Uh, the Rebels are going to have to understand that in order to tackle the Boise State, you know, players, they're going to have to hit them and going to have to hit them hard. The Boise State players are not going to go down just because you touch them. At times, weak tackling really killed the Rebels against San Jose last year, last game. And so good defensive integrity is going to be key. Uh, the last key would be the Rebel defense forcing turnovers and not having turnovers ourselves. Obviously, the team that wins the turnover margin generally is going to win the game. And so I would just say that the Rebels cannot have one of those seven or eight minute stretches where they turn the ball over twice, you know, give up 14 points. Uh, we had that against Air Force. We had that against San Jose. We had that against Fresno. And in two of those three games, it cost us the game. And the Rebels cannot afford to have one of those 7-10 to 10 minute stretches where they turn the ball over, they freeze, they play scared. And that doesn't just go for the players, that also goes for the coaches. We cannot afford long stretches where we are calling vanilla plays and not opening up the playbook. That would be my suggestion to the Rebels. This game means more than your bowl game. Uh, this is your game of the year. This is your championship. The bowl game is just icing on top. This is it. Take all the stops out. Take Throw everything that you can at the Broncos. The Broncos are good. They may beat you anyway, but don't lose to yourself. And that would be my biggest piece of advice going into this game for the Rebels. The last thing I wanted to touch on is the Boise media. Uh, they are dismissive of UNLV football, to say the least. And part of me understands that, you know, we have been the doormat of the conference since the conference's inception in 
1999, 25 years old at this point. UNLV has been maybe the worst program in the conference. Uh, I don't think the Boise media understands that this year it's different, that we have a good head coach, that we've got good players. Uh, maybe we're not the most talented team, but we are certainly one of the smartest. And I just would tell the Boise media not to underestimate us. Uh, I am not picking UNLV to win this game, but I do not think it's going to be a blowout. I do not think Boise State's going to come into our house and beat us by multiple touchdowns. I would tell the Boise media to be careful about what you say and how you say it because it just adds fuel to the fire and you don't want to motivate the Rebels because the Rebels are pretty dangerous when you give them a little bit of space. And with an interim head coach, when you don't have Andy Avalos and you're waiting on Kellen Moore to come save your program and bring it back to national relevance, you guys are vulnerable. Don't think that you're the 2011 Boise that's just going to walk over us. Maybe you will, maybe you won't, but... Don't disrespect your opponents. With all that being said, I am picking the Boise State Broncos to win uh, 34 to 31. Obviously, the arrogance is primarily coming from the media, not the players. And I think that they maybe just have a little too much talent for the Rebels to handle. It doesn't take anything away from how excellent the season has been for the Rebels. There is and there are many scenarios where the Rebels do win this game. And I will be there at Allegiant Stadium, cheering my heart out, trying to make it a home field advantage for our guys. And uh, I have faith that the guys can win. I am, you know, as a person who makes a podcast, I am picking the Broncos. But as a fan, I am Team Rebel and rooting them on 100% of the way. So I am in the middle of finals for law school, so I have to get back to studying. But I want to thank you guys for checking out the Let's Run podcast. I hope you have a wonderful night. And yeah, let's run.